0: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card,
1: right this way,
0: it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
3: Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz, This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A.,
6: earthlings earthlings. welcome to today's flight this is one of your captains speaking before we take off we have a brief announcement on last week's flight our passenger miss sheila e scolded us for our lack of sounds and disappointment in the ones that we did have as promised and to ensure the comfort and enjoyment of each and every one of our passengers specifically again miss sheila e who scolded us here we present your new sounds enjoy Buckle up and have a great flight.
7: Hello Earthlings, we are back on the one, the only, I-O-O-W Mothership. Yeah! Oh wait, I can do this. There you go. (laughs) I forgot to turn off the theme song, whoops. (laughs) (laughs) So we are here with a very special guest. During the pandemic, a lot of us wanted to travel. And a couple episodes ago, Emily and I did an entire episode about traveling and I touched upon this subject. Um, My family and I got together and we were just throwing out places of names of places that we had wanted to visit that we hadn't seen, uh, that we'd never gone to. And somebody said Hawaii. And so I'm like somebody that likes to do their research. So I've never been. I know very little about Hawaii. And I start looking up Hawaii and I come across somebody's page and she ripped my brain to shreds (laughs) not only did it completely revolutionize my opinion not only did we not go there (laughs) on a family trip but um she opened my brain completely so without further ado thank you so much mele michaelani makalapua for yes. being here Thank did i say you. it correctly yeah yeah Yay. <laughs> welcome to
6: in our own Thank world you.
7: Thank so you. much so first of all tell us a little about yourself for those of us who don't know much about you
8: so my name is mela Makalani Makalapua. i am a video content creator and i teach in all things hawaiian
7: i love that and right. right. you are incredible you've educated so many people so many people through your videos and there's so much that i want to talk about today but i want to start with your name Yes. Because I have a name that a lot of people, and it's much shorter than yours, but still people mispronounce. It's Gemini. I get Jeremy, Germany, so many different things. And for a long time, what I did to make it easier for other people is introduce myself as my nickname, which is, which is Gem. And then a few years ago, I got to thinking about it and what the power behind the name is and how we really only have one and the thought that goes behind it and how I kind of owe it to myself to at least try (laughs) to introduce myself as my name and those who make the effort to learn it it's because they're interested so i know that in uh, hawaiian culture the name has a lot of significance would you share some about that
8: yes um so our names mean a lot to us we go through a very different process so we usually get our names in dreams it can be named after other people, we can hear it in a whisper or a sign, but we usually wait to see what we would name somebody because it makes up who they are as a person.
7: Mm. Wow, that's incredible. So when you were when you were born, your mom hadn't made a decision yet about, or your parents hadn't made a decision yet about what to name you?
8: Yes, so I was actually named after my cousin, ah. so I'm named after her, but I was gifted a second first name in 2018, which is where I get Makalapua, and that came from a dream from my mom
7: ah i love that now can you how many times can you add on to your name or is that something that there's a so you can add on to your name
8: until you die wow. um since it makes up who you are as a person we're always changing so it can always be added on to
6: that i love is that beautiful that's beautiful that's so funny because like we've spoken about it uh, when we talk about oh if we ever got married you know Would we Like, if we could invent a last name, what would it be? I'm not going to say it because y'all are going to steal it out there. (laughs) But it's something... We can
7: say it because then they're going to be held accountable that at this time-stamped hour,
6: we said it first. Someone's going to steal it and you're going to get upset. (laughs) I'm telling you. But anyway, fine. there was, you know, we were just thinking about the concept of changing your name because it's true. We are ever-changing and how we describe ourselves, if you could change your identity, you know, I always say we don't decide, you know... Physically, how we come to this planet, but whatever's on the inside and other things, like for me, you know tattoos and stuff really make up how you change while you're here, so that's how I view those things um, yeah, not usually
7: <laughs> tattoos um, from what I understanding also are significant in Hawaiian culture, correct yes so what what is it
8: so our tattoos basically make up who we are and who we come from, where we come from. Mm. It's basically our um, lineage, who our ancestors were, how we're connected to them, what islands we're from, and the list goes on. So it really tells a lot about
7: the person who's wearing it. I love that. I love that. That's, that's, you say that a lot. You're always like, oh, tattoos are the one thing that we can choose.
6: Yeah. And you know what else I'm hearing a lot, which I love, correct me if I'm wrong, because, you know, we come from Cuban, uh, you know, we have other We're from other parts of the world, but mostly Cuban, our parents and our families. And for us, you know, family and lineage is very important, like that respect, that respect of, you know, your ancestors, your elders. And that's something that I was born and raised here in the United States. However, with, you know, those kinds of practices from my very old school Cuban family. And sometimes it's difficult, but sometimes it's beautiful because there's a reason why so many of those things are important. You know, I was seeing kids disrespecting their grandparents, you know, not spending time with them, not understanding the value of having that relationship with them. And in the Latin community, it's important. Those are some of the most important people in your life. And I see it time and time again. My first tattoo was designed by my grandma. Poor thing. Rest in peace. Didn't know she was designing. (laughs) (laughs) Because in Cuba, you know, tattoos are.
7: Yeah, my (laughs) grandfather always says, that's what you brand cows with. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that's how he... it's, It's so interesting how cultures see things differently. Yeah,
6: but they kind of overlap in certain places and that's the beauty of the world and the beauty of you learning that and then, you know, also teaching me and now me being aware and moving and moving and moving. And that's the beauty of what you share online because I've been to Hawaii. And I loved it. And honestly, I'm going to be the first person to say because it's important. Oh, my God, you got to go. It's amazing. It's so beautiful. The people are amazing. Because I honestly felt that way, not knowing under the radar what you're contributing to.
8: Yeah, that's how it's supposed to make you feel. And you keep (sighs) coming back.
6: How? How? I mean, and there's a reason, obviously, why, you know, the people of the island have, I mean, what, no choice? you know, to, to contribute to this? Why is it that we're so blind to this, you think? Here in the United States, at least.
8: They don't want you to know. So I feel like there's a little bit of a cutoff when it comes to the media, especially if it's coming from the Native Hawaiians. We protest all the time. We've protested mm-hmm. for years. Um, you guys just never see it here on mm. the continental U.S. It doesn't make it here. Um, I know we recently just had a protest last week, but it was in front of the White House. But I'm sure not a lot of people know about that no nope right so it never really reaches people but we do try and speak out as much as we can which is why i do what i do online i love that
7: so we talk we're talking a lot about what's going on over there but we haven't actually talked about what's going on over there can you because this is your platform and we want to elevate your voice can you share with us what's going on in hawaii
8: yeah so a lot of us are getting displaced Um, The prices are absolutely insane. I'm pretty sure Hawaii is the most expensive place to live um, if we're talking about the US alone Uh, a Lot of people live on live in multi-generational houses So first-generation second third they all share usually a small house together and they're all working one or two jobs Just to make it groceries are insane all of our food is imported um, for that reason but I think what we need is sustainable um, farming. We need affordable housing. We need a place for the native people to stay because if we're displaced, we're thousands of miles away from our own culture Mm. and people and language. We're not just down the street. We have to move off island. So a lot of the times we we lose our culture over time when we have children on the continental US. It's hard to teach them when they're far away from home.
7: And you were raised in uh, California, correct? Yes,
8: born and raised.
7: That's amazing. Your your family did an incredible job preserving your culture. How 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 hard was that for them? I would
8: say very difficult. My mother did all of it. I'm Hawaiian on my mom's side, so my dad doesn't really know much about it. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, but my mom is a hula teacher, so she wow. taught me hula, and with that came a lot of the traditions and the protocol. And she also would make sure I take different workshops from different teachers in case she missed something. Or even um, during school, like summer school, she would send me away to Oahu. Nice. And then I would learn kame- from Kamehameha schools and different teachers would te- like, teach me different stuff but um it's like a little puzzle piece yeah
7: from, right coming together that's Yeah. that's incredible i know that hula is really important and we have a huge misconception of hula i was seeing something on tiktok about um you know that just even between hawaii and tahiti yes people make that <laughs> are you proud of me yes <laughs> because i've really you know I've, i wanna, i want to i want to help and spread the word accurately um there's a big misconception between uh, what hula is and what we think it is. And a lot of that has to do with the way that it's marketed towards us, right? Like Disney Mm. (laughs) first first ones. A lot of people look at movies like Lilo and Stitch and uh, sure. There are parts of Lilo and Stitch that are, hawaiian by what they want us to believe is hawaiian but it's not really a hawaiian movie um right. in general right in general you know people think that um a lay, um a coconut bra mm-hmm. uh you know the 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 skirts that that's hawaiian culture but it's not right so what is
8: Man, I wish the media showed it more, but (laughs) there's so much to it, honestly. Like, we never wore coconut bras or grass skirts. That was actually invented after Western Contact, but primarily to make us look and sound very exotic so that people would pay to come see us. So we were kind of like little entertainers, but we were never given the money, which is still Mm. going on today. Like, we're still entertaining you. We're still serving you and making yeah. sure you have a wonderful time and you're enjoying it but it's um it doesn't really
7: doesn't come back to the people yeah
8: <clears throat> yeah and a lot of people think it does you know they go there and mm-hmm. they go well I'm giving money to you guys and you should be happy I'm coming yeah but it, it doesn't yeah. go back to us so you especially were, if you're a tourist
6: <laughs> you were mentioning that um, it's one of the most expensive places to live and as I was doing research this conversation uh most of the links that would come up were buy a property yeah this is the best deal i I literally walked up to gem and i was like what it was nothing relevant anything that had to do with any kind of connotation with the island a million links for real estate and then in further research i saw that it's like minimum wage is what ten dollars or something like that ten dollars and ten cents and the average property is a million point three something like that so we're going over there and and we're buying these properties that are not attainable by the people who own this privilege on the island to be able to live and enjoy this is a follow-up question is there any correct way to visit the island
8: i get asked this all the time Because people always want to know. There's no ethical way to visit, unfortunately, hopefully in the future. But if you do go and you really want to go, I would say find ways to give back instead of just to go and take. So Mm. volunteer anywhere that you can. I know there's tons of volunteer opportunities for taro patches. Mm. There's tons of volunteer activities for the Hawaiian fish pond. And it's a few hours of labor and you're there to help. But when you're there we teach you about our culture and why we do what we do. So you kind of leave with something.
7: I love that. I love that. You know what? I think that that's something that maybe we should all think about for when we travel in general, because we're lucky enough to, you know, be in social media and have somebody like you that's in the U S that has a platform where she can share this. But like Emily was saying, we're Cuban. And I was thinking about this when you were speaking you were saying that there were protests last week that people don't even find out about and. We in our culture experience that similarity. Yeah. Um, the majority of the world, and I'm sure you're really going to feel this, has no idea what's going on in Cuba. Um, or what they think is going on is not what's going on. And there are protests. And the people are asking for liberation. The people are asking for help. And it never, never reaches us, either because the media is censoring it mm-hmm. or people just aren't paying attention. Um, So I I think it's really interesting to think about how in the grand scheme of who we are as individuals and where we put our money, maybe we should all consider volunteering at the places that we visit because I've never thought about that before. And I think that it's a wonderful idea. Uh, I have another I have another question for you. Um, I was I was learning about you and I saw that one of the things that you talked about was and I think it's part of your name. I understand that Makalapua means um, blossoming flower. Okay, so is Pua the flower part? Pua's flower. What's up with the Pua, oh. and the side that you wear it on? <laughs> this is what made me go viral. Really? Oh, yes. Oh my God. It wasn't one of your educational it videos? It was the first video wow, I've mad. ever made. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is educational, but... Yeah. Okay.
8: It was um, me sitting down in front of my phone and saying that if you put it on the left side, you're taken but if you wear the flower on the right you're available and it's is that, like is a that wedding real? ring yeah <gasps> wow i
7: love that yeah
8: and if you put it in the middle you're probably confused
7: <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite situation ship i will go <laughs> if i ever go to hawaii going. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god
6: that's incredible that got me yeah also the visual, just like, I whoa. Like
7: if you put it in a bun and then put it in your bun. Yeah? Yeah.
6: Uh, you're like, maybe. This is maybe. A baby.
7: <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. So you mentioned that you have danced hula your whole life. Yes. And I understand that hula is a really complex dance. That's a lot more than just moving your body. Yes, it's a language,
8: language within itself. Yes. Yeah, so I started dancing at the age of two. Um, so that's about... That's forever. 19 years now. Nice. Yeah. And it it means a lot. I know I see a lot of people on TikTok and they kind of use it as trends to get views. And I get it. It's pretty, but we can tell that you're not a hula dancer. But right. the way you're moving, it's very specific movements wow. when it comes to your legs, your hips, your hands, even your eyes. I can tell if you're not looking in the right direction oh. that you may not be very professional.
7: Right. Wow. Yeah. So even the direction that you're looking at, Indicate yes. something something else?
8: We always follow our right hand. Um, if you're not looking at your hands and you're instead maybe looking around, it can tell me that you're not understanding what the dance is about. Because we tell a story when we dance, so oh. we're always looking at where we're going, especially with our hands. So if I were to, for example, talk about flowers, pua, this is the dance move for Pua wow. and I wouldn't be looking at you I'd be looking at the flowers
6: Aww. so it
8: kind of tells me you know your experience with it but it's it's very detailed it's a language that's incredible you.
6: that's beautiful
7: so what kind of stories do you tell in Hula
8: so many anything and everything it first started out because we didn't have a written language wow so we would pass down our stories our history um who our family was through hula so that we wouldn't forget it um and now it it can be dancing about going for a car ride or talking about christmas it's anything really so wow. you could dance to any song
6: are there like uh i'm thinking about like sign language like is, <laughs> are the are the dance moves like individual pieces that you so let's say like you said that's the the of the flower right yeah. can you put that in another context to tell a story um, like maybe the flower today and today's dance has a different context than tomorrow but is it the like same? like it always move? means
8: flower if uh, i see that i'm always gonna think you're talking about flowers uh, yes okay so uh, if i see different dancers from all over the world um making this movement i'm gonna say it's flower especially uh, if you listen to the lyrics and you know the hawaiian language then you're gonna hear the word pua mm. so that kind of gives you a hint Got i love that
6: okay interesting
7: that's incredible
6: That is incredible. And you know I can't dance, so I'm just going (laughs) to dance the hula in my head.
7: If you're not (laughs) a Hawaiian, Uh is it disrespectful to learn hula? No. No? No. In my mom's
8: hula school, so many people aren't Hawaiian. Really? And they dance hula. Yeah. Wow. It's just learning correctly, that's all. Yeah, from the
6: right people. From the
7: right people, that's all. Mm. And being respectful, too.
6: Yeah. I feel that way about a lot of things. Yeah. Especially because now, you know, people try to, you know, make capitalize on everything yeah. you know or like you said trends oh look all of a sudden now this you know <laughs> i could tell if you're looking in your selfie camera while you're hulaing that you're not thinking about the pool <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but love yeah that. i really respect that you know you you're very wise beyond your time on this earth thank <laughs> you i feel that way about gem too even though she, you know she's long in the tooth now she's getting old oh god <laughs> wow i'm not old dude so old Wow. I'm not old. Yeah. When you were born, I was, I'm sorry, when I was born, you were four months and you have four months. We're probably philosophizing.
7: (laughs) (laughs) No, but, um, you mentioned that one of the things, one of the stories that Hula tells is your history. Yes. Um, and it's so funny because I don't, we we grew up in the U S, uh, knowing that hawaii was a part i'm doing air quotes right now a <laughs> part of the u.s i learned literally nothing about hawaiian culture and i'm sitting here now realizing that yeah i know i know a bunch of things about random ass states like louisiana right but right. why i don't know anything about hawaiian culture hawaiian history yeah if you can give like a a synopsis of of hawaii and i what happened because I know that we obviously colonized. Yes, um, they don't teach
8: you it for a reason. Exactly. Mm. Will you? Yeah. Would
7: you share for us?
8: Yeah. Um. So a lot of our history has to do with the missionaries coming over, and when they did, they banned a lot of our stuff. So a lot of times you don't learn about what happened to us because I don't think they can whitewash it enough for you to think it was okay.
7: Wow. Ooh. So Oof.
8: they banned our language. They banned hula. They banned our traditions, and then they started. Um, converting everyone to Christianity and starting schools. So very similar kind of to what they did to Native Americans. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, if you were caught speaking Hawaiian, if you were caught dancing hula, you were punished. Wow. In multiple different ways, whatever it was. Um, But it scared them enough to not speak it anymore, which is why so many people today still don't know the language and... They're learning it and we're bringing it back, but that started in the 70s.
7: Wow. Yeah. So you're basically like retracing the steps of your history. Yes. We lost a lot of it. Wow. wow. That's devastating, devastating to hear. In reading, I learned that Hawaii used to have a, a king.
8: Yeah. We had kings. We had queens. We were very smart people yeah. um, until we were colonized. And I think now we're, you getting getting 50th it. for, wow. you know, literacy and schools and... They think we're dumb, but we were very smart people before we were colonized.
7: One of the things that is um, interesting about Hawaiian culture that I learned, but I don't want to say the name wrong, um, <laughs> that in Hawaiian culture, there is the uh, considered a third gender. Uh, mahu. Mahu. Okay, cool. Yeah. Mahu. It's kind of like um, two-spirited.
8: Right. It made yeah. me
7: think of that when you mentioned Native Americans. Exactly like that. Wow. That's so amazing. those people were celebrated.
8: Yes. Yes. They were pretty much leaders. They taught a lot of the children. Um, it was so easy for them to just go back and forth and relate to so many people. And they taught a lot of kids hula and the Hawaiian language and how to do certain things. They were teachers. Wow. wow. And now, um, unfortunately the word has been kind of i would say tweaked a little bit okay. over time okay so our generation has unfortunately been taught that mahu is gay and it's an insult now oh,
6: oh. that's probably our fault don't worry
8: As <laughs> <That's>
7: Americans. <laughs> wow that's so unfortunate
8: yeah but it did have a special meaning and we're trying to bring that back I
6: know that, yes. Yes. A means happy, baby. (laughs) Two happy people, right? Queer. (laughs) Um,
7: And another thing that I'd love to know about is what was the Hawaiian religion before it was Christianity? You know, before Mm -hmm. that happened.
8: Yeah, we had a lot of gods and goddesses, which is why when they came, they were like, oh my gosh, you guys are horrible people, you know, and you should read their journals from the 1700s when they described us. But um, yeah, tons of gods and goddesses. We worship so many gods of the sea, god of the wind, god of the rain, Mm.
7: everything.
6: Very spiritual. Yeah. Yeah.
8: Very spiritual. It
7: seems like a very spiritual culture and one that's in tune with nature. Yes. Which is extremely admirable. I think I love Hawaii more now, even though I've decided not to go there <laughs> than when I wanted to go because it looked pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does look pretty. It is. Yeah, is. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Unfortunately, though, what happens, and this is the case all over the world, tourists don't care. No. So yeah. they will go to a sacred place. Mm-hmm. They will go to a, a gem of nature that pun was not intended <laughs> <laughs> and uh trash it yeah i mean look at our look at our planet
6: right
7: oh. <laughs> um but it's so sad because i i i think it's smart i was seeing another creator talking about how this is why hawaiians kind of gatekeep yes. parts of their island And i think that's the only thing you can really do <laughs> I agree. yeah because we're we, you can't trust uh what tourists do they just don't understand
8: they don't get it they don't get oh my it gosh. it's not
7: home for them they don't care i can't relate because i'm never the person that goes somewhere and throws
6: trash <laughs> you know throws <laughs> trash like about anything but graffiti cake at the mona lisa like yeah, just uh, <laughs> you know i i there are so many ways that people disrespect places and unless you have that deep rooted respect and understanding for the magic of that place it's incredible how people will just walk all over it and I feel that way, you know, too, about Cuba. Like, I, I'm, I say this, you know, I'm, my family is from there. I was one of the first to be born here. And I will not go. I will not go. <laughs> Me, who's, who's Cuban, who has roots and possibly even ways to help, which is, you know, like we say, the only way that, you know, I'd ever consider if it's, if right. it's dire, if it's something that I could do to help the people of Cuba. It's a similar of Cuba,
7: Yeah, exactly. Because it's over there, it's when you go and you travel, you're giving money to the oppressor except the oppressor over there is their own government. Yeah, their own government. Yeah. So we don't go because to contribute to that would be
6: insane. Well, and, you know, my ancestors, my, my grandma, who was one of the most important people in the world to me. Yeah. You know, I want to honor her. That means more to me than anything, the sacrifice that she made, you know? Yeah.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret.
3: Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: We started talking about this incident, drugs and uh, officials
4: cover up.
2: a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast,
1: or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant,
7: on the island or like within you know the hawaiian people is there any talk about like becoming independent (laughs) always yes what i mean I, i guess it takes like somebody leading the movement but like why do you think that it hasn't yet
8: um the u.s is a force to be reckoned with yeah so i can see why it's been taking so long but i know in the 90s they did apologize 100 years after the fact (laughs) (laughs) great they said sorry okay you know we over
7: with their mouths or with their money because there's a difference
8: oh
7: (laughs) (laughs) you could say sorry but where are the reparations
8: (laughs) (laughs) right like they apologize yeah it's cool we're trying. Yeah. I would say the Hawaiian kingdom is definitely active and yeah. we're doing things behind the scenes. Um, a lot of people just don't know about it. There's two governments running simultaneously and the Hawaiian kingdom is very much
7: alive today. Wow, that's incredible. If I wanted to learn about Hawaiian culture mm. because it interests me because I like you know, learning about the world, what would you say is the best way while still being respectful to do that?
8: search out a kumu so kumu means teacher so whatever you want to learn about um you would search up anyone near you try to get into a hawaiian community whether it be through facebook groups online or maybe there's one near you you can get to know more people and they can point you in different directions so
6: don't go to the internet go to the source
8: go to the source yeah the internet is not very accurate when it comes to teaching you hawaiian things because of how it's been broadcasted to the world so I would say go directly to a teacher that's been, you know, taught this over time and they could teach you.
7: Okay. I love that. Yeah.
6: Cool. And I imagine uh, because of, like you mentioned, like the the dance and the language and all of that being kind of like diluted over time because of the colonization and everything, I would be really curious to learn about like literature. You know, like how much has how, how, how much have books about Hawaii here in the United States, you know, if you go to the library and you pick out a book, who who wrote it
8: right i oh. always look you at know? the name to see if they have a hawaiian name um and then i go kind of further into who they are if i google them and if i see they're white and don't have a hawaiian name i'll kind of be like hmm. okay maybe you don't know what you're talking about mm. you know or like skeptical. where did you hear it from
1: yeah yeah yeah
8: so i always try to buy books from actual hawaiian authors first just because i can relate to them and they probably know what's going on better than anyone
7: else yeah got it yeah do you think that there's ever a future where people can can go travel to hawaii and share in the culture without it damaging displacing so many people and essentially ripping hawaii of its own culture i hope so
8: i hope there's a future where that is possible but as for right now i don't see that happening
6: yeah you know what I will say, Jem? When, even though I was a kid, I was old enough because I also loved surfing. Like, I love the ocean. I love nature. I wasn't connecting when I was there to the things that I saw people connecting to around me, which was money, food, the best this, the best that. I want to go to the coolest this, the best service, the best room, and the people that are there that I experienced, there was a lot of that. Yeah, It was a lot yeah. of, like, the experiencing the sensation of it but not connecting to the real thing i hate to keep bringing up Cuba again but i just it's not feel, just
7: old cars and cigars people. not only
6: that like you're going there and you're having a meal how about down the street they don't have salt
7: yeah mm-hmm. you, you know what i'm
6: saying like we need to be more responsible with this information because yikes
7: and it's not just it's not just tourists it's people who are investing over there yeah buying up properties
6: right
8: yeah definitely they contribute
6: horrible so even airbnbs are like no because that's probably going to people who bought those properties from yeah. the united states
8: airbnb airbnbs aren't really that good i feel like it doesn't go back to, to the, the person people yeah and there's not a lot of hawaiians i feel like that own airbnbs in the first place to be able to, to, to sell it that. out yeah. yeah so i a lot of people ask about that though they're like well what if i stay with a
7: with a, a hawaiian a, yeah. person
8: and i'm like well if you can find one. Oh. <laughs> Good you thing know. I met you
6: <laughs> Well in California. In California, <laughs> right.
8: Yeah, you can come to Cowtown, them
6: I have a question actually. Please. Is there you know, like in the United States, Cuba, all places around the world, like there's this word, I don't know how to say it in English.
7: Say it in Spanish. M-
6: machista. Like uh yeah, like there's this cultist. Like sexism almost sexism. how no, is it that is. on the island? Is that has that ever been a thing? Like, how are males, do they respect women?
7: Yeah, how is the the female to male? You
8: know, we have a lot of women that are missing, unfortunately, because Hawaiian women are so fetishized because of the media in terms of what they make us look like. And we look, I hate describing, you know, exotic, because I feel like you shouldn't call a person exotic. Mm. But we're made to come off that way. So a lot of um, men, unfortunately, go there for like, sex trafficking or just buying sex online um so we we're very targeted
6: what about like in the culture though you know like a like a like a hawaiian family you know husband and wife how does the male treat the wife
8: hopefully good i feel (laughs) like i feel like there's no roles like you just gotta do what you gotta do okay Okay. that's
7: progressive as shit yeah so it's like
8: there's no roles like you really shouldn't I feel like I don't see anybody in the household being like, well, her job is to be in the kitchen and theirs is to like be working because like right now everybody's working. Like if you want (laughs) to live there, you're working too. Right. So um, there's no rules. Just do what needs to get done. I love that. Because also, sorry, Sorry. (laughs) I was just
6: going to say like in certain ancient cultures before a lot of this change, you know, women were like they were the glory, you know what I mean? They were they held a lot of importance the matriarch the the leaders in some respect in certain cultures there's
7: another thing that i learned because of you that i didn't that i didn't know which i think is a beautiful concept and it's uh in hawaiian culture how women are viewed when they're on their period
8: i knew you're gonna bring that up yes
7: Yes. (laughs) you felt it yeah
8: (laughs) so let's see well it's something that i actually taught my mom wow because she learned the wrong way and unfortunately a lot of people still have this mindset because we were i would say brainwashed over time yeah um but back in ancient hawaii before we were colonized our periods were seen as a very beautiful thing so i mean like blood is sacred yeah so seeing a human bleed without dying was so magical Mm. Ah. right and you know Giving life they were kind of put on a pedestal during that time so they were to rest we had like a resting area where it was just for like women to go and um get through it together i know women didn't really touch the food the men would cook the food but like very separate like men um and the women had different cooking utensils and stuff so like they wouldn't even cook the same food together like this food is specifically cooked for the men to eat this food is Specifically for the women to eat, and um, we wouldn't eat together either. But a lot of people grew up being told that it was because periods were disgusting,
7: ah.
3: and so it was
8: like, yeah, you didn't eat with us because like we couldn't eat with you. You were unpure during the time, and you went away because you couldn't be around us. So it was actually the exact opposite. Oh, wow. That mindset came from colonization mm. when they came over. That's incredible. They didn't like how the women were viewed, like of the course. missionaries because to them it was always like the man in charge right so when they saw that it was different for us they kind of switch that around and then over time you kind of lose that knowledge yeah
6: just like the word about the twin soul right yeah mahu right
8: yeah and so when i first told my mom she was like no that's not true like when you're on your period you're impure and i was like (laughs)
7: <laughs> yeah get it so that's our job i love that yeah i'm i'm really i feel like our generations we're really like lifting the veil yeah we're really like unmasking some shit yeah we're not playing anymore we're tired of it yeah we're tired of it and we should be and we're not going anywhere and we're not going anywhere yeah so good and luck. we're gay
6: and vegan <laughs>
7: I want to give you an opportunity to say any last remarks, yes. anything that we didn't cover, anything that you think would be valuable for people to hear that maybe don't know a lot about.
8: I can kind of give you guys a list of what's not Hawaiian okay. Ooh, that you yes. might think is, okay, like yeah, stereotypes, yes. a game. Okay, I would
6: love do it. for you to
7: give Okay, us. we'll make it a game.
6: Okay, oh fine. Okay. Do the noise, do the noise. Okay, so here,
7: get to, you get to play with this. This is correct and this is incorrect. Oh, yeah, girl. Okay. We, we play games. <laughs> Okay, you
8: guys actually might be really good at this if you stalk me.
6: Oh, we uh, did. Well, now I'm getting nervous.
8: You're like, maybe not that much. No. Okay, (laughs) here we go. Um, I'm going to start off easy. Okay. So are grass skirts and coconut bras a stereotype? Yes. They are a stereotype yes oh. Yay! what do we win okay um oh shoot oh She'll t- t- us about later. Later. you're like so. my <laughs> present yes okay um
7: hawaiian bread you know the rolls oh, <gasps> oh yeah please don't
6: oh my god, oh my god.
7: <laughs> wait why is it called hawaiian i feel it's not hawaiian. like the right answer is that it is a stereotype
6: but i don't know
7: what's the final answer
6: i feel like it's not hawaiian
7: not hawaiian why is oh. it called hawaiian bread because if you slap hawaiian on anything they'll buy it oh is there like a special bread that's like similar that is hawaiian like a sweet-ish bread that they made stole it from so. wow okay no. wow oh. i'm pissed oh. i
8: don't think so yeah. you
7: don't know say we love that bread Whoa. yeah no it's good it's, it's just so, not hawaiian, so, so it's so. Not hawaiian. Oh. Sure, yeah. i'm mad at it i'm mad at the bread
6: okay how about hawaiian pizza i feel like that's is that actually hawaiian now I feel like you're tricking us. <laughs> Thank God there's no stakes.
7: No, because like, why would pizza be
6: Hawaiian? Whatever the answer is, I think it's vile. I don't think I don't pineapple. Think, does,
7: I think now that I'm thinking
6: about yeah, it. Pineapple
8: th- does not belong on pizza. Thank you. Sorry to upset you guys. Wow. Thank you. And do you like pineapple on
7: pizza? Like I oh, don't know. I like it. Show <laughs>
6: you. Like she loves all the toppings. I'm not. yeah, uh, I'm.
7: I'm one of those. Okay. I love. I love food.
6: Okay. So it's not Hawaiian, yeah okay Ah, we're three for three yeah you guys are good at this it's not hawaiian
7: (laughs) (laughs) it's not hawaiian
6: what about like what is the actual correct hula garment
7: oh
8: so there's different styles of hula so there's like kahiko which is old school um ancient hula and then Ooh. there's um awana which is more modern hula and so the outfits will look completely different mm. along with the instruments that we use and even the sound of the music
7: wow yeah can you tell by based off of like would you be able to i can wow because i've been doing
8: it for so long that i can just look at a dancer without dancing and be like they're going to be dancing a ancient hawaiian hula because of the outfit wow yeah
6: for some reason which just popped in my head we were recently on it's a small world a ride oh, yeah? at right Disney. have you been oh in yeah it? yeah yeah and there I remember there are like some ladies dancing hula and i'm like now i'm wondering what they were wearing probably yeah. grass skirts i'm like i gotta go back right now you know what work trip to disney let's go trip to disney
7: <laughs> expensive on the podcast
6: Not <laughs> <laughs> a bad idea yeah well there you go we won <laughs>
8: yeah another one is pineapple yeah. a lot of think. a lot of people think pineapple is native to Hawaii it's not why did you know
7: that no I didn't know that yeah
8: pineapple I never grew there it was brought over from South America
7: oh my god what the heck
8: yeah a lot of people don't know I'm just drinking a pineapple just a pineapple <laughs> it's not Hawaiian in any way Okay, and they so probably
6: import most of them, no? Yeah, they import. What
7: are some of the things that we think are Hawaiian that are, are actually Hawaiian? Nothing That
8: are, um, lei. Oh, okay. Yeah. A lei Just not Hawaiian. the plastic 99 cent store version. The real flowers. The
7: real flowers. Yeah, we actually wear those. Those are real. And is there a specific time that you wear them? Do like What's their significance? Um,
8: you know, greeting people like hello, goodbye, a gift. You'll see a lot of them on graduation. There's a thing that we Pacific Islanders do where we will fill you all the way up until you can't see with lay, but not just flowers. It'll be like candy, top ramen, money, like stuffed wow. in the lays, And it's like you shouldn't be able to see by the time you're done. Like it'll be all the way to your face. I love I that. Love so that's that. like a tradition we do for graduation. But yeah, we give them just, you know, out of love. Do you, you know how to make them? i do (gasps) yes
7: wow that's insane
8: they're pretty easy to make if i'm being honest really is there a specific flower that that they're made with um you can make layout of any flower you can make layout top ramen (laughs) right have you seen a top ramen no you have you know no i haven't
6: seen it but (laughs) i heard about it
8: wait no i haven't yeah you just take saran wrap and you'll like wrap it in the saran wrap and then twist the ends and then do like little sections and oh my gosh. Yeah,
7: she just broke my mind
8: you can make it and anything know anything all
7: right there's there's something above your head that i actually know how to play and i learned how to play um a few years ago the ukulele is that even the right way to say it by the way ukulele ukulele yeah wow i love that a lot more than the ukulele yeah ukulele is the ukulele hawaiian
8: it is not no oh. it was brought over Wow. And, you know, very happy they did. We use it a lot for hula now. (gasps) But the reason why we call it ukulele is because it means jumping fleas. So when you're playing it really fast, your fingers are just going everywhere.
7: And it looks like jumping fleas. That's incredible. Um, Yeah. Okay. That's incredible. Well, everything that I thought to be true is a lie, basically.
6: Pineapples, ukuleles, coconut bras, and hula skirts. Burn them all.
7: Burn them. (laughs) 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 Yikes. Oh, my God.
0: Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
3: Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to
2: flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio
1: app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television,
6: I'm just gonna say this too. I'm assuming, like, when Halloween comes about, it's spooky season this time, right now. Do not be a hula girl.
8: Thank you. you I not, didn't even remember that. It's not, October. It's October. Do not be a hula Shoot. girl. Don't please. It is appropriation. If you want to be lulo wear the red dress. But don't wear her hula attire.
6: Yeah. Because the big,
8: red dress is just a dress.
6: Like yeah. you said, like, like Party City has like what? Like two aisles of
8: Oh, yeah. They have tons lace. of stuff. You go in there and it's just like hula girl central. But like not the real authentic thing.
7: Yeah. You know what's another thing is like we, at least in Western culture, we look at a girl dressed in something like a bra and a skirt. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be sexy. Right. Which
8: is why we're targeted...
7: Mm. but in hawaiian culture i'm sure it's not sexualized at all it's probably just really hot right (laughs) well back
8: before we were colonized the woman actually didn't wear any tops yeah it was so normal like these things are just for feeding yeah right and then the missionaries came and like i said read their journal they did not like it Mm. so they told us to like cover up and over time our clothing did change but yeah it was never coconut bras like i would never want to climb a tree drink milk out of a coconut and then like stick it on my chest i feel like it's very uncomfortable yeah i'd rather be free of it yeah you I mean, know no tops yeah <laughs> i'd rather use a I leaf honestly <laughs> right it's really hard yeah and not every coconut is gonna be like the same size what if you have like double d's they're not gonna fit you have
6: to find a coconut. big ass coconut i because the coconuts look like boobs
8: right i don't who made that up I someone in the know. u.s i don't know but yeah it wasn't really wow. something we wore
6: yeah wow wow wow
7: I love that. I've learned a lot.
6: Me too. Thank you, girls.
7: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank Anything you. that I know stemmed from you or something that you shared or, or, and I, and I've tried to commit it to memory because I, when I talk to people about it, I want to be able to say the right information, you know? Yeah. Um, and like I said, it, it hits a little close to home because us being Cuban, I mean, I, I don't know actually I've never really thought about cu- Cuban culture being appropriated I guess it kind of is but I don't think it really bothers anybody
6: we live in Miami I'm sure yeah. if we step a little that's away that's the thing is that
7: Miami's <laughs> a really specific place where actually up until I think the last five years it was like 65% Cuban really? yes Oh. Okay. you can go anywhere in Miami and I, like you can test it test it I'll bet you 10 bucks I will Venmo will you <laughs> try it I guarantee you will find if there are five people there, the majority, the three mm-hmm. speak Spanish.
8: No, I know. They keep coming up to me thinking I do as well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh, my God. I like, they're that. asking me for directions. And I'm, like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the
7: one. You know, now that I'm looking at you, you totally give off Latino vibes. No, I
8: get it all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, my dad speaks Spanish, but he never taught me. No, so, he lived in Mexico um, for a long time okay. wow yeah and I didn't know he spoke it until I caught him one day
6: where is he what? from what
8: he's from Vallejo you know Vallejo don't go there it's ghetto what? okay <laughs> but, <laughs> it's oh. very dangerous I'm not really? kidding yes where is it it's like uh, it's definitely in the Bay Area oh, so it's okay. around San Francisco like okay. um have you guys been to Oakland don't go there either <laughs> have, you, have you been
6: there don't go <laughs>
8: No, I it's love so it. dangerous. I'm being honest. It's really dangerous. Yeah. Don't okay. I appreciate alone. it. Yeah. Appreciate. Don't
6: go alone. Walks yeah. Ocean Drive by herself.
8: <laughs> I did not know.
7: <laughs> I know. I
8: did not know. <laughs> yeah, but he was born and raised there. Um, my grandma's from the Philippines, oh, so oh, I wow. he's the Asian. I get it from him.
7: Do you know anything about the
8: Philippine side of your family? You know, I wish I did, but when my grandma came here, um, she wanted to be American so bad, she didn't teach her her son <sighs> and then my dad couldn't teach that me that happens
7: all the time yeah, yeah. with immigrants it yeah, happens here with, in, Spanish. In, in, in with us too yeah but it's it's tough because you're like Ugh. i'm i have so split about it because mm-hmm. i'm like why yeah. you know we have to preserve our culture but at the same time i'm like i get it yeah. you know i'm lucky enough in my family and, and your family i know is the same case my mom decided she and my mom was born in cuba but she came here really young she was like four so i always say i'm like mom you were whitewashed you know she's very (laughs) american my parents are my grandparents are super cuban and they basically helped to raise us they don't they don't even speak english pretty much (laughs) um and that's where i have like my deepest connections to my to my roots is through them but even still my mom said you know that She was gonna speak to us, me and my sister, only in Spanish until we got to school, and that's what she did. I love that. I'm so grateful. Me too, yeah. I'm so grateful because, wow, I feel so lucky. I understand the culture way differently. Do you speak any Hawaiian? A little bit. Ooh. I'm not
8: fluent, but hopefully one day I told myself I will be fluent enough to teach my children.
6: Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I love
8: that. Yeah.
6: And then teach us.
8: <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole other alphabet, too, right? We have 13 letters and one of them is not even like an actual English letter that you guys would recognize. Mm. Yeah. What is it? It's called an okina. So it's like a backwards apostrophe and it teaches you to it's like a glottal stop do you know how you say yeah oh uh, 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 and it uh-huh. stops in the back yes. yeah so like have you heard people say hawaii yes you yeah i've heard you hawaii hawaii yeah the okay. w's or v's um yeah. depending on where you're from on oh. one of the islands and then there is an okina between the two i's so you have that little glottal stop so it's hawaii hawaii. hawaii yeah hawaii. very cool
6: Jem yeah. studied our linguistics. I did. Oh. That's why fine. I know and I'm very impressed that you called it a glottal stop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like,
7: <laughs> like, I know that one. Yeah, I know that one. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Hawaii. Yeah. Is so the correct way to say it is like that. So then how do you yeah. speak of Hawaiian people? Yeah. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> so um a
8: lot of people okay, I'm gonna teach you guys something real quick yes so hawaii is a hawaiian word it's not an english word it mm. belongs to the hawaiian language hawaiian is an english word mm. Got it. it's not hawaiian oh, that makes no sense at all yeah. <laughs> the word hawaiian is not from the hawaiian language um it's what you guys call us Got it. right so in our hawaiian language we're not called hawaiian people we're called kanaka
7: maoli, oh. kanaka maoli. yeah kanaka maoli and what does Can that mean control. does that mean like yeah Hawaii? true people yeah true people wow i
8: love that yeah. that might Basically just be like, like my favorite thing yeah, like this is us we're the
7: people i love yeah. that wow kanaka
8: or kanaka oivi kanaka maoli kanaka kanaka is like kanaka, the-, the person the people yeah I uh, love that. I
7: love that. Thank you.
8: Yeah, so that's what we call us, but you guys call us Hawaiian, so for that reason, you guys don't have an Okina in the English language, no. so you wouldn't put it between the two eyes or do the glottal stuff. You would right. just say Hawaiian and then Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, two different languages. So
7: Hawaiian so, right. is not offensive, Hawaii. it's just... No, no, it's yeah. just what you guys call us, that's fine. But that's, that's, in, that's incredible.
6: I love it. Kanaka.
7: Yeah, Kanaka. So what do you call, what's the Hawaiian word for non-Hawaiian people? Ooh... <laughs> a, lot
8: of you, a lot of people The fake
2: hate people? <laughs> <laughs> we call
8: them haole. 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 And a lot of people get offended. Like, you'll see angry tourists be like, don't call me a haole. Like, that's such a derogatory term. But it's because we just speak badly about tourists. Ah. <laughs> so you'll always basically hear it. And like, what are these howles doing? Like, go back home kind hmm. of thing. Ah. But um, it's not a derogatory term. Haole just means foreigner. Like, gotcha. you're not Hawaiian. Yeah. You're not yeah. Hawaiian. You're Got the fake it. people. It's not being all like... It's not a slur or anything. Yeah, but yeah, people yeah, like yeah. to act like they're like being is. targeted. Right. And it is. Howler, Yeah,
7: howler.
8: Yeah, like, oh, you're so howler. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe some Hawaiians would call me that. My mom would be like, oh, since you were like born and raised here. And yeah. I'm like kind of whitewashed. Yeah. But, oh, you're so howler. And I'm like, don't call me that. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, mom, stop. I'm lying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, if I compare it to like the Hawaiians on the actual born and raised Hawaiian right, islands, right. they'll hear my California accent and be like, Oh, no way. Because <laughs> they have a pigeon accent over there. We call it pigeon. It's like a Creole yes. language. Because when we were basically working on the the fields and stuff, like the sugar plantations, have you guys heard of that? No. Oh, they thrived off it, the white men, the sugar oh. plantations. So back then, sugar was, like, real popular, right? It's addictive. And yeah. so they made a lot of money off it. But Hawaiians and Asians and Latinos would work it. So they. that's why so many Asians and I feel like... Um, people from south america live in Hawaii because back then they were either. brought over to work on the sugar plantations and we all spoke different languages so it came together as one to communicate and we call it today pigeon Ooh. pigeon english it sounds like english but you're gonna get a little bit of japanese a little bit of oh. spanish a little bit of all this and that so i understand pigeon i unfortunately don't speak it because i wasn't raised around it right that's yeah. amazing yeah that's incredible
6: so many things so many things <laughs> i can't wait to listen to your podcast
7: <laughs> oh my god what would it be called away how old <laughs> Away. <laughs> wow i'm so i'm so grateful for you not only for being here i know i told you when we were upstairs but for doing what you're doing i mean it's so easy to look the other way and not put in the time and i know it takes time people don't realize the effort that goes behind just one video yeah the research the filming the editing the preparation so i i thank you and i hope that if anything you feel validated because across the world well across the country really across the country yeah you've impacted me you've impacted the people around me thank and you. hopefully the people who are listening also and the cycle will continue thank you yes. thank you yes. <laughs> thank you for being with us <laughs>
8: thank you thank you
6: for flying with us anywhere but Hawaii yes
7: <laughs> <laughs> or Cuba <laughs> yeah just stay home I just <laughs> actually don't go anywhere
6: <laughs> see you next week on Our Own World guys bye tell everybody about this
7: Everybody, don't colonize the cosmos. This podcast is brought to you by Moonflower Productions in partnership with iHeart's Michael Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts, visit the iHeart Radio app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
0: With your MX card entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears.
3: Hey girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the Global Number One Podcast The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
5: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets, and sometimes, their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We're the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A podcast! podcast.